This week on a brand new episode of Strong Arm Sports Podcast. Set a record for the most yards in a Super Bowl through three quarters. By the time the entire game was over, they set a mark for total yards in a game in NFL history. I don't know if that's good or bad. I thought defense won championships. What happened to that? We supposed to be the losers, but we really know. They used to laugh at us, now we really know. They used to tell me never in my lifetime. I guess they wasn't in their right mind. Underdog. What's going on, folks? Welcome back to a brand new exciting episode of Strong Arm Sports Podcast. The really sport podcast in all the land. True. I mean, in all the land. True. Man, we are back to wrap up the previous week of sports in dramatic fashion, man. No BS, no sugarcoating, no biases, just the strong arm truth. This happens to be the first time you guys have watched our show here on YouTube. I listen to it on any of our various podcast channels. I am one half of the show. I go by the name of K-Spade the Prospect. And I'm your boy, Paris 57 and together we form Strong Arm Sports Spade. Yes, sir. Listen, man, Uh-oh. it's been a it's been a crazy week. It's been some ups, some downs, some good games, some bad games, some questionable up, games bro. that had us, some head scratches that had us like, what the hell is going on? And we're gonna we're gonna talk about all that during during this right? Spade, I want to start in the Super Bowl. I want to start in the NFL. We're gonna talk about the Super Bowl. I don't have a lot to say about the Super Bowl, Spade. I do. It, everybody know I was rooting. I was rooting for the Patriots. And I know y'all like, wait, what? I know. I was rooting for the Patriots for this exact so reason. Eagles fans have been in my mentions for, I mean, all week. All week. It's just from from this, from Monday morning. Monday morning until yesterday. I ain't really getting no tweets today. But yesterday, they've been at me, Spade. And this is why I did not want Philly, Philly fans to win. I've seen a Philly fan, Spade, Spade. Before we talk about the Super Bowl, let me tell you what a Philly fan said. I seen a Philly fan say, oh, the Eagles won more playoff games in, in this year's playoff than the Cowboys won in all these years, in, in, in this amount of years. You know, it's funny, Spade. I'm going to just say this, and then I'm going to let you go. And then we can talk about the game. It's funny, Spade. They want to say, oh, the Cowboys, it's funny they get to pick the year. The Cowboys didn't win no playoff game since 2000 or 2001 or this year. It was a lot of years. Philly too, just won their first Super Bowl in 50-something years. Let's talk about that, Spade. So we ain't win a playoff game in, what, 20 years or something, they're going to say. But mm-hmm. they ain't win a Super This is their first Super Bowl in 50-something years. But it's funny that they, the the narrative, they won a Super Bowl. They feeling themselves, I understand. And I wrote on Twitter, congratulations, Philadelphia. I'm, I hope y'all enjoy this. I hope y'all enjoy this. Y'all had hey, y'all bad. Y'all didn't believe in foes. Philly fans that I know personally was telling me, oh, I know we're going to lose. We don't have Carson Wentz. During the playoff game, every every week in the playoffs, Philly fans was telling me, we're going to lose. We're going to lose. We're going to lose. They didn't even believe in in their team. But now it's old Philly this and Philly that. Spade, the Super Bowl happened. To me, it was some questionable uh, calls. Both those Mm -hmm. catches, one to Clement, the other one to, I think it was Ertz. I think it was Zach Ertz. I think it was Zach Ertz. The uh, touchdown to Zach Ertz, the one that Clement, in my opinion, I don't think he got both feet in. I felt like he kind of bobbled the ball. But that's an NFL problem because we've been arguing over what's a catch, what's not what's not a catch all year. So, okay, we can we can speculate it was or it wasn't. 
I, I want to say to the Eagles, though, especially the coach, Peterson, I, I feel like his game plan was amazing, Spade. But be- mm-hmm. before I go into the little things I got to say, Spade, I want you to talk to me about the Super Bowl. How did you feel about the game? I, I, I enjoyed it. I okay. enjoyed it. You was actually right. For once in your life, it was some parody. Guess what? Ding <laughs> dong, the witch is dead. The wicked witch is dead. The Patriots did not win. And I was happy for that. Everybody was happy. Unless you're a Patriots fan, everybody was happy. LaParis, it's a little small part of you being a Cowboy fan. It's it, a small it, part of you that was happy. It's true. Cause I hate Spade. If I, my wish was this game ending a tie. But I know that's not possible in the final game of the season. But that would have been the perfect scenario for me. That would have been perfect. It was great. Now let's talk about the, the sidelines. Oh, man. Uh, should I say the storylines? Okay. I... Look, I'm pretty hard on the league for not being able to carry them storylines like they do in the association. But hold on, it was a lot of things to talk about. The mm-hmm. biggest storyline coming out of the Super Bowl, again, is what is a catch? We still don't know. I- I'm going to need the league to get that shit in order. We don't know what a catch is. What we is a catch? Know. We don't know. They don't know. I, I really they don't wish know. we could hear the conversations. I bet you they in there like, look, man, I don't know. Look, you take this one. <laughs> I-, I messed up the last one. This one's you. Like I, they in there with their arm be. around each other. Like, what you think? What do you think? <laughs> like, like, they don't I, know. I can't call it. I mean, I definitely feel like the Ertz catch was a catch. I mean, he caught okay. the ball and took like three steps. That other right, one, let me ask you, Spade. Ah. Let me let, let me ask you. Do, you felt like the Ertz catch was a catch? Did you feel like the Jesse James touchdown yes. versus the Patriots was a catch? Yes. Oh, I, okay. Okay. Yeah. See, my, yeah. My, my, my argument was the other way. If the Jesse James catch wasn't a catch, then the Irks catch wasn't the catch. To me, it was the same thing. You know what? LaParis, two wrongs don't make a right. They dropped the you ball right. on the Jesse okay. James catch. That don't mean you keep getting it wrong. They got it right this time. But there's more <laughs> storylines. Look, this this game right here, we enjoyed it because it was offense heavy. But they've been telling us, they've been telling me my whole life, Defense wins championships. It was mm-hmm. no defense whatsoever in the Super Bowl until at the end when finally Philadelphia was able to get some pressure on Tom Brady. Right. And like we've been saying for the longest, LaPera said it, I think, two or three episodes ago. The thing with Brady is you got to get him off the spot. Make him uncomfortable. Yep. You ain't even got to sack him. Make yep. him uncomfortable. And then, man, you start seeing Tom Brady throwing the damn ball in the dirt. He throwing ducks, and that happened. Yep. But it didn't happen until like two minutes to go in the game. Look, I don't know if y'all know this. But the Eagles and the Patriots set a record for the most yards in a Super Bowl through three quarters. Through three <laughs> quarters. That yeah. was the mark. And look, by the time the entire game was over, they set a mark for total yards in a game in NFL history. Mm. In the history of this sport, it's never been that many yards given up. I don't know if that's good or bad. I thought defense won championships. What happened to that? The, the next storyline is the fact that Malcolm Butler didn't play a snap. On defense, I think he only got in on special teams, uh, which which was just insane to me. Just insane. Later, the story came out about he didn't play because he missed curfew and he went to a Rick mm-hmm. Ross concert. He later came out and said that's not true. I don't know what's going on there. And and the last thing that I'm gonna take a shot at being a Dolphin fan, I've always said if the Patriots can't beat you, they'll cheat you. The Eagles came out after the Super Bowl and said they did a fake walkthrough because they thought the Patriots would be watching them. So maybe that's why they won. Maybe the mm. Patriots was expecting the fake shit that they saw in the fake walkthrough. It's so many storylines to go along with the Super Bowl. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And lastly, again, ding dong, the witch is dead. I'm happy, bro. How can you not be happy? 
We should be drinking it's champagne. It's not that I'm not. Can I'm, we drink I'm, champagne um, on the show? We can't. <laughs> we, we, yeah, we can do anything. It's, it's our show. We can do what we want. But Spade, I, it ain't that I'm not happy because you know, you you know, I hate the Patriots. I just hate how Philly fans just y'all won the Super Bowl. Y'all didn't play the Let Cowboys in the Super Bowl. They, Spade, they didn't play the Cowboys in the Super Bowl. Why they throwing shade at the Cowboys? Oh, the Cowboys didn't win playoffs. And I, I want to say this: all jokes aside, fact, speaking about Philly. Philly had an amazing game plan. Let me tell you what I liked about Philadelphia. You know, Spade, we talked about uh, the Atlanta Super Bowl after after they lost to the Patriots last year. Let me yep. say we felt like they got conservative. They stopped they stopped playing to win the game and not they started playing to not lose the game. Philly, Philly was going. They they wanted the game. They played to win that game. They played mm-hmm. to go get it. They went to go get it. And and the. They played aggressive the whole game. Even when they didn't get the Tom Brady on defense, they was blitzing. They was trying to get hits on them. They was, pl- I mean, the hit Jenkins did on uh, Cooks. Oh my gosh! Did he blow him up, Spade? Did he blow him all up? the way up? Good blow God! Cleared him. Yeah, it was it was a real physical game. They, the, both both teams ran the ball well, but Philly definitely uh, changed changed the line of scrimmage. They really linked on the Patriots. Defense and they they was real physical and they got a ton of yards rushing the ball. They kept killing them with the halfback wheel route out the backfield. Lil Clement came in and did his thing. I mean, mm-hmm. the game plan was just a superb game plan. And I don't know if it's true, but I heard rumors that the game plan is going to the Hall of Fame. If that's true, it deserves to be there because it the game plan was it was an amazing game plan hmm. on. On the Patriots side, Spade, the Malcolm Butler thing was just weird to me. Like, they let him play. Very I think he weird. played like 12 snaps on, on special teams or something. It was just mm-hmm. weird to me. They said that he played like 98.9% of the defensive snaps during the season. And then you all of a sudden, you just make this, 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 I, I don't even know what to call it. Adjustment? What did you even call it an adjustment and decide to bench this guy? Talking about some, it was... It was because of curfew, and he had a bad practice, and I, it, it was weird to me, man. It was real yeah. weird. And they, I felt like they even tried to come out and slander this man to say he went to a conference, and it was some funny business. I think they said they it was alleged that he may have been smoking marijuana during yeah. said concert or been around drugs during his concert, and he came yeah. out and said that it's hurtful. I, it, it, that That's a weird situation. Let me ask you, Spain, and then and then I'm done. Do you see Malcolm Butler being back with the Patriots? I I don't. I mean, how I could don't, you? I don't how, either. How could you return after that? Yeah, I don't. I mean, either. if you I him, how could you? Even if they wanted him back, why would he go? Yeah, I no. mean, no, no. I agree, Spade. I don't see him being back. I want to say congratulations to the Eagles fan. I hate the Patriots, but I really didn't. I really didn't even hate the Eagles as much. As I hate, as I hate them right now, I was I, I really hate wow. the Giants. I really hate the Giants in Washington more in, that, in our division. Wow. Really didn't hate the really didn't hate the Eagles when the Eagles went to four four NFC Championship games when they had McNabb and when they went to the Super Bowl when they had To. I wanted them to win. I wanted them to win. But now, wow. the way Philly fans are now, they 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 reckless, bro. I don't like them. They might be right up there with Boston fans. Right up well, there with Boston. Let me Boston. tell you this. It's 2018, bro. Uh, stop with the hate and start with the love. Maybe if you start loving these Eagles fans, they'll get out your mentions. One other thing before we move forward. Mm. The the play that had everybody talking, the trick play that, that resulted yeah. in a touchdown pass 
to yeah. Nick Foles. Man, I found some footage that the New England Patriots ran that exact same play against the Eagles two years ago. Hey, man, I'm here for that type of pettiness. I like that petty stuff. Right they, went, they ran a pass to Brady in the Super Bowl and Brady yeah. dropped it. And Brady dropped it, right. But I'm talking about this play was the – look, I got to say, I don't know why I didn't send it to you, LaParis. It was identical. Brady mm. act like he was changing the play. He walked down the line of scrimmage. He tapped on the left tackle side, and they direct snapped it. So it was the exact same play. Mm. And I don't – hey, I, I'm here for that type of pettiness, man. Congratulations <laughs> to the Philadelphia Eagles. I need y'all fans to stop flipping cars and, and looting and doing all that wild shit. Don't act like you've been act, there before. Man. Even though you haven't. Pretend. Pretend. Let's move collapsing forward, bro. Canopies. They was collapsing canopies of hotels and stuff. Come on. Yeah, they, they was acting the ass. Let's move forward, bro. <laughs> Uh, what month is it? Uh, this is February. Black History Month. Uh, I thought it was April. Because my boy Josh McDaniel just pulled the biggest <laughs> April fool in the wrong month. In case you guys don't know, man, uh, the New England Patriots offensive coordinator Josh McDaniels has been a bit of a hot commodity, man. Once you prove that you can win at the NFL level and you don't need, I'm doing air quotes, elite talent because that's what mm. all the Patriots fans will tell you. You just give us Brady in the offensive line, and we don't care about anybody else. We'll take we'll take the bartender, and we'll go win games. That's what they tell us anyway, because mm -hmm. it's the system over there. And if mm -hmm. that's the case, you got to give the offensive coordinator some credit for that. I don't know how much authority he got, but that's neither mm -hmm. here nor there. It don't take long before people start saying, hey, maybe this guy knows something, and maybe even if he ain't the brain behind it, maybe it is Belichick. He's been over there long enough to be a sponge and soak it up, and maybe he can come over here and – Blow some life into our franchise. And Josh McDaniel's stock continued to rise. The Indianapolis Colts wanted this guy to be their head coach. And he agreed, kind of, sort of. He didn't technically sign the contract. But in verbal agreement, he was supposed to take the job. Folks, this man went as far as to be hiring assistant coaches. He, he already got people. Look, it's folks over there hired. They got hired to work with Josh McDaniels. And... The Colts announced that they had a press conference coming where they was going to make the thing official. And you know what happened? Josh said, hey, April Fool. So he called him and said, I got some bad news. Some bad news? Boy, what you? <laughs> I don't know. Look, they handled it better than me. Coach man said he told him, look here, man. Just give us a yes or no. You know, like, let's don't. I ain't got time for the, for the shits. I'm not with it today. Eventually, <laughs> Josh McDaniels decided that he just wants to stay offensive coordinator for the Patriots. And this caught everybody off guard because it was handled so poorly. Now, let me say this, LaParis, before I pass it off. This isn't okay. the first time a coach has been in a situation where he's agreed to take a job and then backed out of it. Because technically, he didn't sign a contract. So it is within his right to back out of it. But this is so weird because he had hired people and the relationship between the Colts and the Patriots haven't been the best. Let's not forget the Colts are the team that blew the whistle on Deflategate. So a lot mm. of people feel like this thing was malicious. LaParis, what do you think about it? Are we making a story out of something that's not a story? Are them damn patriots still out here being petty? Well, I listen. They definitely, they definitely still being petty. But I don't know if it's for the same reason. I don't know if they're trying to stick it to the coach or did did, did somebody put in Josh McDaniels' ear that you know what Belichick is on his way out. Maybe this year, maybe next year, and then you're going to be be able to swoop right into that spot and let's be honest if we're talking about 
organization. The Colts ain't really been that organization since Peyton Manning left. Who do you trust more, Robert Kraft or Jim Irsay? You got to ask these questions. To me, hmm. the Patriots is a better all-around organization from top to bottom. And, you know, that got a lot to do with ownership and, you know, Belichick. So maybe if he able, maybe if Belichick, it's reported that he'll still be there next year. So maybe next year will be his last and Josh swoop in and take take over the reins. Take it over. But the funny thing to, the funny thing to me, if I'm not mistaken, I think the Colts came out and said, yeah, we hired these. Uh, I think they hired a defensive coordinator and an offensive coordinator, if I'm not mistaken. And they said they're going to keep those guys. Now I know they right. they it's reported that they already had some candidates looking for uh you know for for the coaching position. It's just a weird situation. I it's like weird. you said it happened before, but it's just weird. You you verbally agree and then you back out and you got you got coaches on the staff that allegedly you hired. It's just weird. But like I said, I think it's more so. I don't think it was them trying to stick it to the Colts. I think it was more so something that it's reported that Josh McDaniel had this long meeting with Kraft and Belichick, mm-hmm. and I, I, who knows what what was said there. You, if, they, if if I were to be a fly on that wall, if those walls could talk, who knows? Who knows what was said during that right. meeting? They said it was they was in there for hours, hours. So maybe Belichick told him like, "Look, man, I ain't got I ain't got too long." Yeah, maybe maybe next year we'll try and get back to the Super Bowl. After that, I'm out. I'm a, I'm gonna try and move. I'm gonna move on, and it's yours. So maybe that's what they told him. And he was like, you know what? I can suck it up here for one more year. I can suck it up here for one. We're probably gonna go back to the Super Bowl, or, or at least be in contention to be to make a Super Bowl run. I will suck it up for one more year to take over the ranks. As far as the coast, man. It's just a lot going on. I seen people saying, "Well, maybe, maybe he looked at Andrew Luck and seen seen his injury was worse than what it, what it was reported." I don't know. Which I don't know. know he ain't but... technically been there, like you know. Yeah, what I'm saying? He, uh, he yeah I, I just there, so. yeah, but they maybe uh, they were saying that maybe he may have spoke to somebody that that knows the situation, and they right. was like looking at Andrew Luck like, eh, "I don't know about this. You want to go over there and be with Brissett? Maybe that's." <laughs> it was also reported. Space. This is my last thing right here. It was also reported that his agent told him, if you go to the coach, you'll be making the worst decision of your career to go there. Right. Like, you'll be doomed. That's right. what his agent told him. So, I think I think those situations had a lot to do with Josh McDaniels changing his mind. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, we could speculate a lot of things. What we know is that McDaniels had a meeting with Robert Kraft. They express how much they want to keep him. They sweeten the deal up. They made his Word. pockets a little fatter. They paid him more money. And maybe, maybe they told him that if and when Belichick decides he's out, they would like for McDaniels to take over. Now, we don't know if that last part happened, but we know that he was offered more money. And maybe, maybe there's no story here at all, but it sure does feel good to assume it might be one. Poor coach. Like, they, Andrew Luck, they, we don't know what's going on with Andrew Luck. They've been looking for a run again. They've been had... They done had 67-year-old Frank Gore back there toting that thing for about three years now, man. Frank I mean, getting it done, man. Frank getting it done. It ain't Frank's fault. Don't put it on Frank. It's not, Fr- you, Frank. It's not Frank's fault, man. I mean, they... Poor Colts. You ready to move on, bro? Yes, sir. Hey, Colts fans, talk to me. What? How do y'all feel about Josh McDaniels now? Colts fans? Stop acting like that's a thing. <laughs> bro, it's some Colts fans, fans, bro. No way it ain't. They have Edwin James. Let's take it to San Francisco. We got to talk about Jimmy Garoppolo. You guys didn't know he got a, he got an extension with the 49ers. He signed. He will be paid. He will be getting. Spade, what you say the G stand for? 
G stand for get the bag. Apparently, you I thought the it bag over there. Garoppolo. five years. G. Yeah, five years, one hundred and thirty-seven point five million dollars. It's reported seventy-one million dollars guaranteed, but I heard that this could be in the ninety-plus million dollar guaranteed. Spade, Jimmy Garoppolo. I think this G just signed the richest deal in NFL history. Talk to me about Jimmy. Get the bag, Garoppolo. Yeah, man. Jimmy G, you're a bad man. You you went over there. We talked about it here on this podcast, whether or not they should play him. And I said, no, let my boy beat hard. I know it's Bethard, but Bethard ain't nearly as cool as beat hard. I said, let my boy <laughs> beat hard. Continue to ride this season out. They're terrible. They ain't going to win no games anyway. They didn't listen to me. They let Jimmy G play. Jimmy G showed some flashes of greatness. I don't know if I even want to call it greatness, but he definitely looked like the man for the job, and I got to give him his props. The 49ers ain't seen numbers that damn good at quarterback since, I don't know, Colin Kaepernick. But at any rate, they decided they wanted to go ahead and pay this guy and get him the, the – and look, I want to make sure this comes across right. Jimmy G won. But in a weird way, LaParis, Jimmy G kind of lost because everybody knew he was going to re-up and everybody knew he was going to get the bag. But everybody in their right mind thought this dude was going to hold off and wait and see what Kirk Cousins was going to get because mm-hmm. he really could have played this thing out and said, okay, let's see what Kirk get and then just hold it out and make sure he come out on top. But by doing this, he's possibly set up Kirk Cousins to get an even bigger payday. So we got to stay tuned to see how this Ooh. thing works out. But I, I think San Francisco definitely got that man in Jimmy G. Whoa, Spade, you just hit your boy with something there. Do yeah, you man, think Kirk Cousins get more money than Garoppolo? I mean, if I'm Kirk, you're going to be hard-pressed to pay me. I mean, I'm, I, mean I know Jimmy you're going to try and flex Because for I've been it, but... doing this shit for years. Jimmy G been mm. sitting down. All we got is like five games of Jimmy G's greatness. I've been looking like the man for the last three seasons. So if I'm Kirk Cousins, you're going to be hard-pressed to pay me less than Jimmy G just got. You're going to have to at least up me a penny. I want a penny more. Ooh, I'm a, babe. You're going to have to I up me if I'm I Kirk. I don't know if Kirk Cousins get this, babe. Bro, we didn't know. know that Jimmy G was going to get this. But Jimmy right. G getting this kind of changes the game for Kirk Cousins. Jesus Look at Kirk's Christ, last few babe. years. I don't I know. Mean, I don't Shit. see no I, – I mean, I agree with you. I I agree with you 100%. I just don't think another – I don't think whether it's the Bills, whether it's Denver, whether it's Jacksonville, I mean – We'll see. If, if, if this is if Jim, if you say if you now if you talking about Aaron Rodgers now I'm pretty sure Aaron Rodgers looked at this like I better get two hundred mil. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what AA Ron's gonna get the bag too. Yeah, yeah. So, but I mean, Jacksonville said they want to bring back Bortles. Bortles just led them in, on a deep playoff run. Do Bortles get this spade? Hell no. Like it raises no. a lot of questions. No, 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 no. Now nah, Blake just Blake better just be happy to still have a job. I don't say, let me tell you, I, and I agree with you 100%. Like, if if I'm Kirk Cousins, I'm the same way. Like, I better get paid more than this yearly, and I better have more guaranteed money. So, if yeah. Jimmy G is getting 71, I want 80, 90, $100 million guaranteed. If I'm Kirk Cousins, been throwing for four or 5,000 yards, 20, 25, 30 touchdowns a year, yeah, I better... I better get more than this. As far as Jimmy G, like you said, we knew he was going to get paid. We didn't know he was going to get paid this, though. And the no. crazy thing is, Spade, I don't want to be that guy, but I put the stats. I put the stats of him and Kaepernick, and they identical. People told me Kaepernick was trash. They told me I Kaepernick was, was trash. Huh? This man, let, let's keep it a stack. Jimmy G got paid off the fact that the 49ers won five games. 
And his okay. starts, they were 5-0. and oh. And you can say that that's great. But we all know <laughs> it's 22 men on the field, right? Now, if you're yeah. looking at Jimmy G's numbers, this man got seven touchdowns and five interceptions mm-hmm. in five games. Yeah. Seven touchdowns. So let's not – listen, if I'm Kirk, if seven and five I get you that type of money, boy, we – we got that's a lot to I'm talk saying. about. We got a lot that's to talk I'm, about. That's what I'm saying, Spade. Like, maybe, whoo. I mean, we I, got a lot I, to talk I, about. I totally agree with you. It's, if I'm a guy like Aaron Rodgers, if, I, if, if I'm if i not mistaken, I think Drew Brees may be a free agent. If I'm those guys, whoo, and, and he just got almost $138 million, I better be getting 170 180 190 200 mil. If I'm Aaron Rodgers, I'm asking for $200 million. I'm asking for two hundred million dollars. My defense is gonna be bad anyway. If I'm Aaron Rodgers, I better get yeah. two hundred million. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My defense is gonna be trash anyway. They've been trash, so I better Kirk, get, get two hundred million dollars. Kirk, Kirk hey. get your money, Kirk. Listen, and I don't even I, like I you, wanna, Kirk, but get your money, Kirk. Kirk, I mean, I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, he it better translate on the field. Like I, 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 even when people was hard on Kaepernick, and I feel the same way about Garoppolo. They better get him some weapons, cause these. And I, I, I like Goodwin. He had a, he had a good season. Mm-hmm. I like Goodwin. I like Carlos mm-hmm. Hyde. They, they traded Vance McDonald, but I like the other. I think they have a Selick. They have about two. They got a, a tight end named Kittle, and they got a Selick. Both of those guys mm-hmm. I like, but they need some weapons on the outside. They need weapons. I was gonna say not yeah. subpar weapons like mm-hmm. Tory Smith. Remember they had went and paid Tory Smith that money. Yeah. That didn't work out. Tory Smith just won the Super Bowl with the Eagles, though, by the way. But they need to get. You have to put weapons around. You can't pay these quarterbacks this amount of money and then just be like, "Oh, go produce." Now I know somebody's gonna be like, "Well, Tom Brady do it with whoever." It's a, it's the system. It's the system. Okay. Oh yeah. It's not all Tom Brady. It's the system too. And they got to get some weapons around Garoppolo if they want him to make this contract not look like a total cluster, you know yeah. what. And, LaPage, you know what I always say about quarterbacks. I, I've always said this, and people will try to argue with me, and I always prove this to be right. When a quarterback goes down and you get a chance to see his backup or his replacement or whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. in limited games, they all, they numbers are always inflated because usually a defensive coordinator takes a season of, of footage to kind of right. scout and game plan for you. So when they only see you in limited spurts, they really don't have a game plan for you, which is why you see these backup quarterbacks get in, play for half a year, look like the man. Another right. team pay them all that money, and they go out there and look like a big-ass bust. That's what it, It's happened before. Right. It's happened before. It, it happened with Nick Foles the first time. Like, this is not Nick right. Foles' first rodeo. <laughs> He's been out there before. And he got an opportunity to get back out there and make it look right. But we've seen this happen before. So considering that we've only seen Jimmy G in limited spurts and then not be a, a lot to game plan and, and scheme against them. If you look at the stats, they look pretty good, but that, they, don't, they don't look phenomenal. Let's be honest. So if that was without them scouting for them, I don't know, man, if you're a 49er fan, I hate to be, you know, I hate to be a party pooper for you guys, but I wouldn't expect Jimmy G to hit the ground running and give you guys a 5-0 and start next season. Don't look for it. Sorry. A lot of, a lot of the experts said that verbatim space they were saying you know what let's wait and see and you know now they know he you just got paid this bread now you the man now be getting that tape on you let's see let's see now then hey garoppolo i mean he got 71 even if it don't work out he good he got 71 of them things up to 90 
million of them dangs guaranteed. So he gonna be straight. You know, hopefully he not one of those guys that just get paid and be like, oh, I'm straight now. Whatever happens, happens. I hope you go out there and ball because I mean, once he once he entered the fold over there in uh, San Francisco, the games they were exciting. They were exciting to watch. They was mm-hmm. exciting to see. They they put they hung a they hung a number on Jacksonville. A lot of people speculated that Jacksonville really didn't care. They was already in the playoffs by then. They didn't really try. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we have to wait and see, man. I, that's a lot of money spent. I didn't even think about the Kirk Cousins, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Drew Brees aspect of it, aspect of it, but if he got one hundred and thirty thirty seven point five million dollars and seventy one seventy one million of them things guaranteed, you know those guys who who we, I think we I think everybody would agree is better than Jimmy Garoppolo. Then they they gonna be asking for the bank. They they bought the money money pen Scrooge McDuck this thing. <laughs> for real. Yeah. And it ain't even about being better. It's about being more proven. And that's what I think is going to play into the favor of Kirk Cousins. Good but, point. man, I, I got to give it to you. I never thought we would have such an exciting start to the show talking about the boring-ass NFL. Way to go, NFL. Y'all doing better. Now, let's get to what we really want to talk about. And that's the association. The Paris, we had an amazing week in the association. We had great games. The trade deadline rapidly approached and i got so much to talk about let's start with the trade deadline and and let's go to the team we're talking about let's talk about the cavaliers i watched our last show back because i mean i'm Mm -hmm. a firm believer that you got to be your own biggest fan so i watched our last show back and the gears in my head started to turn and i said wait a minute lebron might be the biggest genius in the world maybe he went back knowing that he still didn't really rock with dan gilbert with his plan to completely destroy Dan Gilbert's team, you know, mess the cap up, mess up his finances, still uphold his end of the bargain, brought the city a championship, and maybe he's out. And before I could come back this weekend express that, whoa, I got I got hit with another loop. The trade deadline came up, and the Cavs unloaded, bro. They unloaded mm-hmm. numerous players, players that I thought that they was probably going to be stuck with for life. They unloaded. Mm-hmm. And... Look, before I even get into what I think about it, LaParis, I'm going to throw it to you. Cavs, trade deadline moves. I want to ask if you were shocked, but I'm not going to ask you a question we know the answer to. Nobody saw this coming. How do you feel the team did, though? Did they come out on top? Did they? How do you feel about it? I think they got better, Spade. Like, you figure Isaiah Thomas didn't work. Dwayne Wade looking older. Crowder. I don't know what happened to Crowder. Boston fans were slandering him all last year. Me and Spade probably was the only guys caping for Crowder last year. And I like we to was like, man, Crowder is solid. Huh? And I would like to recant my caping for him. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know what happened to Crowder. Derek Rose, Spade, you know how I feel about Rose. Didn't work. You know how I feel about him. Channing Fry, Iman Shepard. They got rid of all these guys. And they got George Hill, mm. Hood, mm. Clarkson, mm. Nance. Mm. I mean, they got some players out they there. Did, bro. I mean, Hood, Hood, to me, to me, Hood is is a knockdown shooter, a defender, a guy. That, I mean, he's a baller, man. It, people don't know Hood because he was stuck out there in Utah. Right. But they about to get to know Hood. They right. about to get to know that guy. George Hill is one of. The, he's a proven point guard with the Spurs. He was a proven point guard along uh, with the uh, Pacers. This guy's a guy. He's a he play. He just plays basketball. He plays mm-hmm. back. Jordan Clarkson. I know that they said that the Lakers wanted to get this contract off off the books, mm-hmm. and that's all. That's all fine. I mean, LeBron ain't paying for the contract. Dan Gilbert is, so he don't give a damn what what mm-hmm. the hell Clarkson getting paid. Mm-hmm. I like Clarkson. Always like Clarkson. 
Uh, he's going to be instant offense, I think, off the bench. And Larry Nance, man, just an athletic guy. Spade, didn't his father play for the Cavs? Yes. They said that Larry Nance, yeah, got, like, he got emotional. He teared up when he found out he was going to the Cavs. His yeah, father man. was a Cavs like, legend. They, they, come on, man. You get Nance, I think an athletic guy that can rebound, defend, block shots, just instant. I mean, that's what we thought Tristan Thompson was until he got with the damn Kardashian. That's right. what we thought he was. Right. But Larry Nance probably going to be a better, a way better Tristan Thompson. We're, we're giving you way more effort. Effort. They instantly get got better, and I, I mean, I, I still even even when they had all those other guys that I mentioned, Spade, I still thought they was going to come out of the East because I didn't see nobody in the East, and even with how bad they looked, I still thought they was going to come out of the East. I didn't see nobody beating them. You had these guys now. They got younger. They got more athletic. I, I, yeah, they're going to win the East. They're going to win the East. Mm-hmm. They're going to win the East. You. I'm going to tell you what, I threw you the alley-oop, and you finished it, but you finished it with a layup. I wanted you to two-hand, tomahawk, cock it back. I, I got you, mm-hmm. though. You know what they did right here, bro? First of all, the biggest the biggest thing with the Cavs is they're a bad defensive team. They're a bad defensive mm-hmm. team. They instantly got better defensively. You talk about the length and athleticism of Nance. Instantly mm-hmm. throwing him out there makes him better, but I'm going to tell you what I like about their guards. First of all, they got younger, too. Let me say that, too. They got younger. Three of the guys they brought over are mm-hmm. 25 years old. The Cavs was an old team, including Brian. We just role-played as LeBron last week, and I repeatedly said I'm getting old as LeBron. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that I like, you got Clarkson, you got Hill, you got Hood, you got Nance. You know what all these guys are, too, bro? They're kind of tall. They're kind of tall. Mm-hmm. You're talking 6'6 six, six to 6'8. Six, so, you know, a lot of times when you play the Warriors and teams like the Warriors, they like the they like to set a screen, not with the not with the purpose of rolling off of it, because they want to switch a a they they want a favorable matchup. You know what I'm saying? They don't mm-hmm. like this right here. Give me a big. Or give me. <clears throat> I, I don't know that you really could do that. Like Derrick Rose wasn't a great defender. Hey, I'm a D Wade fan, but at this point of D Wade's career, he don't Derrick play Rose the wasn't best. Wasn't a great Walker. Okay. Wow. wow that's Derrick Rose wasn't a great Walker. D Wade wasn't the best defender, and we already know it wasn't a best defender. I mean, a, a good defender. But you're gonna put guys out there who can defend. And another thing I like about this team, we have always known since Brian came down to Miami and they implemented the game plan there. Ever since then, Brian's been that guy that wants three point shooters around, and nobody talks mm-hmm. about George Hill. I know George Hill coming from Sacramento, and we don't talk much about it. George Hill. If I'm not mistaken, I think he has the best three-point percentage in the league. And another not-known fact that impressed the hell out of me, he shoots about 47% from three. LaParis, the man shoots 49% from three on contested threes. He leads the league Mm. in three-point percentage on contested shots. That was supposed to be J.R. Smith's job. Earl, that was your one job to make the tough shots. You ain't making the tough shots no more. You was never really making the open shots, so you don't really do anybody any damn good. So I didn't think they would be able to move JR or Iman. They got Iman out of there. That surprised the hell out of me. Look, nobody thought they would move IT and Crowder. They still got JR Smith, Spade. They still got JR Smith. That's what I said. I didn't think they was going to be able to move him or Iman. And they got Iman out of there. So, I mean, you got to consider that a victory. You just said last show, nobody wants JR or Iman. So we didn't think either one of those guys would move. They couldn't move JR. They did move JR, but they got Iman out of there. So you got to count that as a victory. Nobody expected them to try to move IT or Crowder because you would say it's too early to give up on those projects. They just got there this year. Well, you got to yeah. give it to their GM or whoever, Brian, whoever the hell calling the shot, say, hey, I know they just got here, but I ain't got to be a genius to see this shit ain't working. They got to go. Got them both up out of there. 
I just feel like this was a win for the Cavs. Now the Paris, hold on, let me talk a little bit more. Let's talk about the Lakers. Because a lot of Laker fans was kind of jaded, man. Like, you and I both know Clarkson is a fan favorite. I'm not saying that yeah. they like him more than anybody else on that team. But Clarkson got a very vocal group of supporters that like his game. Mm. The dude can hoop. And everybody likes Nance. Yeah. So do you feel like the Lakers did good? Or how you feel about their end of this big deal? I, I want to – I mean – I guess I guess the the point of making that move, like I said, they wanted. It's reported that they wanted Clarkson deal off the books so bad they was praying for somebody to come get it, and yep. the Cavs went, went. They wanted Clark. That they said that was not a good deal that they paid Clarkson a couple. I think it was either last year, or the year before last. They gave him all that money, so yep. they wanted that deal off the books. Mm-hmm. And I guess if you had to supplement it. Who on a on a friendly deal with like six million a year and Channing Fry, which probably, if we being honest, these guys more than likely would not be on this team next year. They, they their deal was mainly about getting the Cavs pick. Now they got the Cavs pick. Right. They did not get the Brooklyn pick from exactly. the Cavs. They got exactly. the Cavs first round pick, which we would assume would be late twenties, maybe thirty. What? Late twenties, maybe thirty if they win the championship. Definitely late twenties. So I think it was yeah. more so about the pick. And so far, Spade, in all honesty, the Lakers have been doing a great job with their picks. Like, uh, Randall, I love. They pick Nets, I love. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lonzo, I think he's been getting better. I know he's injured now, but he was he, he um getting hurt. They got Kuzma. Like, Kuzma's a steal. Like, they've been doing a great. Ingram, can't, can't miss Ingram. They've been doing a great job with their picks, Spade. So, I guess they figure we get another pick and we get it right again. Like, you know, they've been getting it right. We get it right. I think that deal was more so about the pick. So yep. if if that if if that was their thinking, I understand it. But if they got any, if they hoping for anything from Isaiah Thomas, Isaiah Thomas they ain't even touched down in LA yet. And Isaiah Thomas was like, well, I, you know, I ain't coming here to be no come off no bench. I'm I'm a starter. I'm gonna be a starter. Right. He already he already starting ish and ain't yep. even get there yet. Yep. Like. It, I don't see Isaiah, neither Fry being on. Maybe Fry. Fry, nice little stretch. Nice little stretch. Maybe Fry can, if, if he get a, a sign a cheaper deal, maybe he can stay with the team. But I definitely don't see Isaiah Thomas. I think that deal for the Lakers was getting Clarkson off the books because yep. they hated that uh, They hated that contract mm-hmm. and getting that first-round pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, if, that was, if that's their thinking, then I think they won. But if they hoping for anything from Isaiah Thomas or Fry, then – Nah, nah, they did not win. But I don't think that's what they thought. They wanted Clarkson off the book. They got a first round pick. They got uh, they got uh, friendly deals that's going to come off the books at the end of the season. That's what the Lakers want. Yeah, man. I um, I think this is one of the rare times that both teams went out. I mean, obviously, if you okay. the Lakers, you you want to be able to entice big name free agents to come over. Yeah. Whether or not they do or they don't is really out of the Lakers' control, but you got to be able to entice them. And the one thing you got to have to entice them is that green. You got to have the cap space. Mm. And the Jordan Clarkson contract was really going to mess that up. Now, so they get him off the books. That helps them out. Now, I know what everybody's saying. The two big targets they're going to be looking at is Paul George and LeBron James. They may get neither Mm. one of those dudes, but that don't necessarily mean that it's a strikeout for them. Because even if they get neither one of those dudes, they're going to be in a situation where they can cat bait with Luau Dang, who has another contract mm-hmm. that's just unreal. 
And then they're going to set themselves up in 2019 to have even more cap space. And it's going to be some big name yeah. free agents out there in 2019 as well. So I like what they're doing. I still feel like I want to give Magic Johnson props. I think Magic doing a hell of a job. Magic knows that he's got a budding star. And Lonzo, I know Lonzo ain't been shooting lights out before he went down with his injury. But he was starting to... I feel like he was starting to to catch up to the he was getting NBA better speed. game speed. I think he was, bro. They could they was they can throw shade all they want, but he was getting better. He was getting better. And what you got to realize is Lonzo can score, but that's not what he is. He's not that guy. He's not the come out and give you thirty points a night guy. So then you got to start building that team. You got to put the team around him that allows him to excel mm-hmm. at what he does and still make. You know, your product, the best product out there. And I, I think I think step one to doing that was freeing up the cap space. So I think both of these teams won. Now, one other thing I want to talk on, and this show going to be dumb long, but y'all ain't got nothing to do. You got all week, fam. You ain't got to finish it in one day. I was telling mm-hmm. LaPares, if you go back in our old shows, archive our old shows, before this season started, I was telling LaPares, I didn't like that IT was saying I'm going to be back to scoring 30 a game. And LaPares, you was like, well, I think he averaged about 28. You don't feel like he can do that with the Cavs? I was like, absolutely not. And if he comes in with that mentality that I'm going to do this, not only is it not going to work as far as him reaching that goal, but he's going to end up kind of, he's going to create an issue in the locker room. I feel like he did that in Cleveland. He ain't even touched down in L.A. Fam, I just what? saw some footage. They went to Dallas to meet with the team because the team was playing against the Mavs, and that was them like meeting their teammates. Before he went to Dallas to meet his teammates, He's already saying, uh, I'm looking forward to the opportunity. I'm going to be scoring 25 a night, blah, blah, blah. When is he going to get it? It's not about you scoring what you want to score per night. You coming in talking about the points you're going to score. It's not making you a likable teammate. You got to get in and you got to bond with those dudes. Look, man, maybe Brad Stevens made him that 28-pointer game guy because he ain't looked like that before that, and so far he ain't looked like it after it. Now, I know he's not 100%. Before somebody state the obvious. But I'm just saying, maybe IT ain't who IT think he is. Maybe he needs Brad Stevens. That's my hot take of the show, bro. I don't know about IT. And I want him to shut up. You know I've been saying it for a while. You know just what's be crazy quiet and who. And I, like I said, I think he, I think he, uh, I think he make like $6 million and he won a big contract. He wants some stability as well. Mm-hmm. And he felt like, I'm, he, he felt like I was one of these guys Last year, fourth, fifth MVP voting. I deserve a big contract. But you want to know what? Man, maybe he always had this bravado about himself, but he didn't speak it as much. Mm-hmm. Now he just he talking in that. You can talk that if your play is doing your talking too. You know, I, even earlier in the season, people I felt like people who had liked Isaiah Thomas because he was letting his play do the talking, and then we got to Norman. We like, oh, this little dude, this little dude got a little mouth with him too. Right. But now he talking in his play is not equaling the talk. Now you talking more. You writing checks your ass can't cash. Yeah. For real. Yeah. And and, and 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 it's a problem because, like you said, the Lakers got some young. I guys, I think guys that are on the way to being stars. Ingram Spade, man, you've been tough on this guy. He's been playing great. It seemed like Randall got it figured out. Kuzma looking like a stud, a steal of the draft. Lonzo, like I said, he was figuring it out. Lonzo was playing. If if God forbid, if if Lonzo could ever get a get a a jump shot that's just respectable, this guy would be all world. Because the things he could do on a basketball court is amazing. He just can't shoot. If he ever get his jump shot right, 
He's going to be amazing. Uh-huh. And for Isaiah Thomas to just come in and say, I don't want to come off the bench. I'm a starter. And Magic Johnson had to come out and say, he's coming off the bench. Lonzo Ball, when he's healthy, he's going to be our starting point guard. It's not about you starting. It's about the minutes you get. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure they're going to give Isaiah Thomas minutes. But stop writing checks your ass can't cash. Go play ball. It's You're ter- not playing well, IT. Stop talking about what you're going to do bad. and show us. How about, how about jumping on TV saying, I'm excited for another opportunity to prove yeah. that I'm better than I've been playing. I just want to get out there and work hard and do the things that the Lakers want me to do. Whatever they need me to do, I'm willing to work hard. How about I say that instead of, I'm going to be scoring, blah, blah. Look, man, just just play, bro. Like I'm telling yeah, you, I be rubbing me the wrong time, way, man. Just talk. I mean, just he's play. He's been all-time NBA history bad, bro. Like, yeah, it's man. been that bad. Yeah. And, and the, the nerve of this guy to come out and say, oh, we got to lock in defensively. Isaiah, come on. You've been the – come on, defense. You talk, you're you talking about defense? Not you. You I, of all people can't talk about defense. I mean, even – Come on, man. I, I'm not even upset with the defensive comment. Like you said, that team was a bad defensive team before he got there. But comments like this, like, you know, when we go on – when we have a lead and the team we playing against go on a run, instead of sticking together, we fall apart. And that's just not what good teams do. The good teams don't do that. That's not what we did when when I was back in Boston. Bro, you're not back. You think that's going to make people like you? Is that what you think? Boston traded your ass. Bro, do you think that's making your teammates like you, bro? Come on, man. Now, I know we try to say, man, I like folks who keep it real, keep it real. Sometimes you got to keep it real smart. Sometimes you got to know what not to say. Come on, IT. Smarten up now. Man, let me ask you, and then we can move on, bro. Uh... Dwayne Wade back with the Heat. They traded Dwayne Wade for like a, a, some second round picks, I think. Yes. Some they said heavily, uh, heavily protected. protected. So that mean like it yeah. can't even be like an early second round pick. That it's mean, gonna be like late in the draft. I mean they gave him away. They basically just gave Dwayne Wade back to the Heat for yep. something. Yep. But how, talk to me, how you feel about that? You a Heat fan? Uh, I mean I said it, man. When he left, I didn't like that he he left, and I said he, he on did. the show. I said he's gonna regret it. You know I understand why he, he did. He was disrespected. He felt disrespected, and he wanted to leave. I understand that. But I told you, I said, he's not – he is going to regret leaving. And I didn't think it would happen this quick. I really thought it would be something like he's going to retire, but they're going to sign with the Heat for one day so he can retire. I, I figured it was going to be something like that. But even in – he's had one game back in Miami. and I mean, this just ain't the way – this ain't the way that I wanted to see. I think he finished that game with three points. He did make a three. But I think he was like one of six. He did have a clutch yeah, block. Yeah, but it was the energy that he like energized the the arena, the other teammates. Pay. And I think I think they won that game last night. Don't say that, Dwayne Wade. Don't say the that. The energy he instilled that. in that team. Don't say that. I think he spayed. Don't say that. I think he did, bro. The Heat got a battery. We got a battery down there, and, and he been a staple on that team's bench for years. We call him Udonis Haslam. I don't know if you. He's the battery. Oh, Lord. Man, I'm a D-Wade okay. fan. I love Wade. But, I mean, you know, I, I read an article that said something about, um, you know, he, I, I I don't know what it said verbatim. It said something along the lines of, you know, he, I in playoff berth thanks to energy from D-Wade. Come on, man. One of six from the field, three points ain't finna help nobody get nowhere. Let's stop. <laughs> Let's stop. Come on, bro. I'm just, hey, man. Uh, I got baby, a job. All right, all right. We can, we can move on. We, you ready? Move. You ready? Let's move. Spade, you got if if you didn't know Spade, I'm pretty sure you did. You peeped. Uh, John Wall had some comments. He felt like his teammates was kind of trying to get at him, and it, it had people raising the question: Are the Wizards better without John Wall? 
And a lot of people have been saying that the Wizards have been looking better since John Wall has been out. And I'm wanting to get your thoughts on that, Spade. Talk to me. Are the, are the, are the Wizards better without John Wall? <laughs> I just feel like it's a stupid question. No. Okay. They're not. Um, what happens is all of these guys are pros. All of these guys are pro NBA players. They are good players. So what happens is when somebody can't go, next man up and usually somebody has to dig a little bit deeper or maybe they do something that's normally not in in what you asked them to do and that's what the wizards did man they went out there they got some wins they went on a five game win streak they looked really good and it was some tweets that was made gortat said man we had a great team win but he put he put the uh quotations over team so i imagine mm-hmm. if i'm john wall i'm looking like damn we can read like why you why you <laughs> why you putting team in bold italic we see it and then Bradley mm-hmm. Beal had a uh, he had a tweet as well that that definitely must have made John Wall feel some kind of way. But I feel like what happens is when you're not out there, when you're injured, you got a little more time to think. And sometimes you overthink it. I feel like John Wall probably overthought those. And then, you know, the media doing their job, put the microphone in his face and say, your teammates had some tweets. They said this, they said that. How do you feel about it? And John Wall definitely let it be known that those tweets made him feel some kind of way, and he kind of banged the cannon, especially on Gortat. He said, it really mm-hmm. shocked me coming from Gortat. He get the easiest, most spoon-fed baskets of anyone. He said he spoon-feeding Gortat these baskets. And I was like, damn. Like, this he said is over half his assists, over half his assists go to Gortat. Yeah, man, and this is, this is not good. Now, after they lost, I think they lost to, wait, this was Tuesday, they lost to the Wizards. And after that game, somebody asked Gortat, if he cared to speak on John Wall's comments. And Gortat, somebody counted, LaParis. He paused for 13 seconds. He sat there mm-hmm. speechless for 13 seconds, and then he finally replied. And he said, you know, my comment was clearly, you know, taken out of content. That's not, you know, I didn't mean it that way. He said, definitely uh, not even me or Brad or anybody on the team was trying to hit him with something that was going to piss him off. We was just proud that we was able to still get these dubs without John Wall in. He said it him and Wall talk, and, and you want to hope that they fixed it, but I'm going to be honest with you, bro. These things right here, they linger. They don't go away like that. Mm-hmm. So now you got to wonder. I, I got to wonder what's going to Do somebody have to move? Are they going to be able to coexist? Are we going to have another Bobby Porter sighting? Is somebody going to get their face broken? I mean, I just don't know these things, bro. And I, I hate it happen because this little small thing right here could derail this team. I mean, they was already in the struggle juice before this, but this just, this doesn't help. Like, everybody, everybody thought the Wizards was going to be a way better team. They just paid out Porter, Bradley Bill getting paid, John Wall getting paid. I mean, it's been reported, they've been trying to move reportedly Gortat for the longest. A lot of people have been speculating Boogie Cousins because of the ties with John Wall in college that he was sliding, you know, up there in Washington. You know, I know Boogie hurt now, but I'm just saying, like, when he was a free agent, it was reported that, you know, Washington may be one of those destinations. I, I, first of all, let me tell you something. The Wizards are not better. And and I, I, it's crazy that I even got to say this. That's what I said. But the Wizards are not better without John Wall. They might have been playing better over this little spurt. We don't know what the other teams have been going through, what other type of injuries and all. It's a, it's a bunch of different things that can, you know, force a team to get a, let you know, allow a team to get a win that night. Any given Sunday type of situation. Uh, but we know it, Wizards more than likely 
going to make the playoffs. And you're not winning a playoff series without John Wall. Let's just be honest. Nope. The Rockets aren't winning aren't winning a playoff series without James Harden. Oklahoma City, if they make it, is not winning a playoff series without Russell Westbrook. You're not winning. Same thing with LeBron and so on and so on and so on. You need those guys for those type of situations. Now, you might can go on a, a, a little... Two, three, four, five game win streak without your without your star dealing with injuries because just off gut and grit and just scrapping and fighting like you you know we know John Wall ain't there Spade this is the type of this is the type of thing you was talking about earlier we know John Wall ain't there so you know what and when when John Wall there we don't have to dive on the on the ball on the floor for a loose ball because we know John Wall can get us an extra dime and they just got a two wheel get up here he can he here draw the double team and get us a three. So now John Wall ain't there. We diving on the floor for loose balls. We everybody rebounding, not just the bigs. Not everybody getting rebounds. That's how it happens. You you have to you have to step it up when your star is out. But let's be honest. Without John Wall, the Wizards aren't scaring anybody. So yes, they need John Wall. They're not better without John Wall. Simple as that. That's just that. Yeah, do it. All right, folks. I promise I'm gonna be real quick on this next topic. Because I've been kind of long-winded on some, and LaParis always long-winded. But in case you guys didn't know, man, everybody keeps buzzing around Philadelphia to find out what's going on with their number one overall pick, Markel Folks. The scoring guard from Washington mm. that we saw lighted up in college, we haven't seen anything from him in the pros, and his story continues to get more and more weird. He got hurt in summer league. He came back. He was shooting funny. He shot free throws different. Everybody was like, what's going on? I'm not really back. My shoulder still hurt. It was like, oh, well, go sit your ass down somewhere. He went and sat down somewhere. He started to come back. He's rehabbing. Now videos are surfacing. Now everybody's looking at his shooting. His shooting form is bad. And they just recently uh, spoke with somebody from the 76ers that said that they are limiting him in practice to only shooting from the paint. They'll let him shoot free throws and in, and that's it. They won't even allow him to shoot uh, three-point shots or perimeter shots and, uh, you know, uh, I wish I had the name. What's his name, LaParis? What's the guy's name I'm talking about? Colangelo? Colangelo? Colangelo. Yeah, Brian Colangelo. Colangelo, however the hell you say his name. Uh, they ask him, like, when is he going to be back? And he says, I, it could be soon. It could be not even this year. Like, we really don't know. Like, this thing is weird. And they kept pressuring him, trying to get an answer from him. And he finally got frustrated. And he just walked away from the interview. Like, the 76ers have no idea when this guy's going to play. Nobody knows what's going on with his shoulder. They thought he was healthy one time before, and he proved not to be. It's not much to say on it, LaPaz. What the hell, bro? I, I, I'm going to keep it short and sweet, too, Spade. The crazy thing is this, this is, this situation reminds me. Remember the kid that the Rockets drafted? I think he was from Iowa State, and he knew he was going to get – drafted and he knew he was gonna have to get on the plane but he didn't oh, want to yeah. fly yeah 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 i can't remember that dude name i can't either. but it reminds me of that like and it's just like the situation just keep getting stranger and stranger and i, I have you know I, I have famous friends so i had some friends that was that was around folks that got to meet folks and my friend told me he was strange he yeah. told me he was a weird guy you're talking and about royce white up by the with way. this huh royce white Royce White was his name. That's right. Royce White. Mm -hmm. Spade, I mean, to me, I, I don't know. Like, it, I think the, the coach was, he had to come out and say he didn't say something. Like, he was psychosomatic or something. Like, folks, it's something. He's shooting with one hand. Now he's shooting with the other hand. He's trying to change his jump shot. This situation 
is weird. It's strange. I, I let me. I just want to say this. I don't want anybody. I want everybody that make it to like the league or any aspect of life to succeed. I'm not rooting against this kid, but this just smells like that Royce White situation. And I'm hoping I'm wrong, but I just hope folks just don't fade to black. I'm hoping he's able to get back on the field. People tell I'm not really a big college basketball fan, but people told me folks were spraying up in college last year. I'm he hoping he's able to get back to that guy because he can have he can definitely be an asset to Philly. This is just a strange weird situation, man. Weird. It is. What Ready to move got, on? Bro? Yes, sir. Got to take it to New York, Spade. Chris Tass Porzingis out for the season with an ACL, man. We both love the unicorn, and it sucks that he suffered this injury. Talk to me about it. Uh, it sucks, bro. I mean, anytime somebody gets an ACL injury, you question whether or not they're going to be themselves when they come back. And for some odd reason, yeah. these injuries seem to be even more, they, they're even more dangerous on big, I'm talking like tall play seven footers. Yeah. Like, it changes that game a lot. Now, don't get me wrong, Chris Stapp's got a jumper, and he can shoot. But what makes him so dangerous is the fact that he can put it on the floor. He's crazy athletic. We've seen him get rebounds and put it on the floor and go coast to coast. He can do so yep. much. And I, I hate it for Chris Stapps. He's a very likable guy. I hate it for the Knicks. The Knicks been through enough. Y'all had Dolan, for crying out loud. I mean, y'all, it's you. Got, I feel sorry for the Knicks. I feel sorry for Chris Stapps, and I hope he comes back still looking like the guy that he is, uh, he was. Yeah, I... He, I'm, he the one Nick. He won like I, I love Chris Apples. He just got uh to me he fits New York. He got that swag like a New Yorker. Like he be posting pictures and he be leaning on the car. He got his he got his Tim's on. Like he just fits New York. And this sucks, yo. Yeah. I, like this sucks, man. And the crazy thing, Spade. I'm, I'm gonna say this and then we can move on. I read a report about this injury and you know. They said that Chris Tapps got hurt. A little, you know, it's right now it's a little bit before the All Star break, so they saying these injuries tend to take a year. So that means he'll come back before the All Star game next year. Mm -hmm. But they was like, by that time, the Knicks are already you already see like the Knicks is trash. So mm -hmm. why even bring him back and force you know you might well just let him be out all the next season too. So we might not see Chris Tapps Porzingis for two years, right? Because do. You, I, I I totally understand that if if he's not coming back until the All Star break next year, Spade, that might be fifty games in. What yeah. if the Knicks twenty and thirty? Why bring him back? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, like, we might not sucks, see Chris Porzingis for two for two years, and that sucks, man. He's one of my favorite young players to watch in the league, and it, it, it's it, it's terrible. It's terrible. We seen Boogie go down. We seen Chris Tasporzingis, not Chris Tasporzingis, man. It is injuries. It just sucks. It sucks. It sucks. It does, and I bro. Feel, I, I'm happy when the Knicks lose, but I, I just don't want. I don't want to see a guy go down like this, man. That that's terrible. Hate it had to be Chris Stapps too, man. Word, word. Uh, we can wrap the show up, man. This is the last segment of the show today. We call this segment the Strong Arm Performer of the Week. LaParis, we still not tweeting these out. I'm gonna tweet them today. I got y'all. I'm gonna tweet them. So what I'm going to start to do is when we drop a new show, I'm going to tweet who the previous Strong on Performer of the Weeks were and encourage you to tune in to see who the new ones are. But we give this award away to a male or female who raised his or her level of play to ensure that their team got the victory. Parents, you on the hot seat. Don't drop the ball, bro. Who is your Strong on Performer this week and why? 
You've been kind. My honorable Where? mention would definitely go to Zach Levine. Zach Levine went bananas and led us to a tough win. But we don't do honorable. But mentions, I bro. wanted to go Zach Levine, but I didn't want you guys to be like he always picking bulls. That's how y'all sound in my head. That's how y'all sound. Hey, and we don't complain over there, like, bro. Huh? We don't complain. Spade, you I, that's complain. how you sound in my head, though. Wow. But anyway. Wow. I wanted to go Zach Levine, but I'm not going there. I gotta give it to to a guy, Spade, that just played the game of his life when he needed to play the game of his life. When everybody, including his fans, including his team fans, was writing him off and saying, he's not going to get it done. It's it's Nick Foles. So for that reason, Nick Foles, let me tell you, Nick Foles played an amazing playoffs. But not only that, let me tell you what he did in the Super Bowl, Spade. Nick Foles went 28-43 for 373, three touchdowns. He did have a pick that I think was not his fault. The wide receiver... Caught it, bobbled it, bobbled it, up in the air. Yeah, and the DB caught it. But he also had a touchdown reception. They threw the ball to Nick Foles, and he didn't drop his like Tom Brady. Wow. So he had a touchdown reception. He, four touchdowns Nick Foles had total. And for that reason right there, Nick Foles, and leading your team to a Super Bowl victory, you are my strong arm performer of the week. Nick Foles. Yeah, that's that's well deserved. I did not know where you was going with that, but that's well deserved. Stay. And, they, and, they, and let me tell you the respect they have for Nick Foles. They saying, "Oh, we gonna trade him." They said that before the Super Bowl even played. Like, yeah, we open to trade them. Hey, I mean, you know, they feel like they got what they need and went. I don't know. I, okay. I, we just got to talking about knee injuries. People don't always come back the same. Y'all might better hold on System. to them for a little minute. But whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to the association for mine, man. And you know me, I, I like scoring. Scoring is, is yep. fun to watch and. I, I, I got to do something, bro. So just kind of hang back. Let me do this oh right here. Oh, boy. Let's go over I'm to sorry. Oregon. Let's go over to Oregon. Uh-oh. Let's talk about Damian Lillard. Lillard fans give me hell because I don't always have this guy where they have him. People be telling me, I take Lillard over any point guard in the league. And I'm like, yeah, me too. If like four of them was hurt, a kidnap, you know what I'm saying? Then I'm right there with you. <laughs> But Damian Lillard had an amazing game against the Sacramento Kings. So amazing. Let me give you a stat line. He had 50 points. 8 of 13 shooting from beyond the arc. He had 6 dimes. 1 board and 3 steals. He only had 2 turnovers. And the most impressive thing of this stat line is he did not play in the 4th quarter, folks. A 50-point mm. 3-quarter performance. Sacramento, what are y'all doing? Damian Lillard, for that performance, bro, you are definitely my strong arm performer of the week. I see you, Dame. I see you. He ain't dropped many dimes. You know, in the commercial, he said dropping dimes, dropping dimes. He didn't. He never do. He didn't drop many dimes, but he was getting buckets, though. Getting buckets. Listen. The pairs, my boy Buddy Hill kind of peed the bed in that game, in case you was about to ask me. I mean, he got hot in the. I watched that game, but he got hot in the fourth quarter. Thank God. Because he, he was 5 of 9 from 3. He was 5 of 12 from the field. So just stay outside the arc, buddy. Don't even go in there. <laughs> you right. Stay out. Stay outside the arc. Hey, hey, make nothing but hey Spade, it's been, a, it's been a great show as usual. We want to we thank you guys for your continued support. And, and Spade told me, hey, you want to ask, ask him for something? I, I say it every show, man. If you guys could do us the favor, if you want iTunes or you want SoundCloud, if you mm-hmm. can rate if you can rate the podcast, re- review the podcast, it helps us out helps us out tremendously. We can't thank you guys enough for your continued support. Say before I close the show, do you have anything else to add? No, sir. I've talked enough. Listen. Listen. 
we want to thank you guys for your continued support if you new here bang the subscribe button if you're a regular hit the like button it takes two seconds it's a little bell up there if you hit that bell you know click that bell it sends an alert to your mobile device to let you know when a new episode of strong arm sports has been uploaded if you don't want to see two dudes arguing in the box we got audio podcasts everywhere soundcloud podomatic itunes you guys have been showing so much love we cannot thank you enough it's been a great show spade we'll see these guys next episode yeah peace